Uh, Rasmussen, the the big polling outfit, uh, published a story today. And let's set aside whether or not cheating is a huge issue. Let's put aside January 6th. Let's put aside Stop the Steal. Let's not even mention Philadelphia, because all things considered, I'd rather vote anywhere than Philadelphia. Um, That said... Uh, Rasmussen found uh, that 57 percent of likely U.S. voters believe it is likely that the outcome of some elections this year will be affected by cheating, including 30 percent who say it's very likely. So whether or not we have a a theft problem, uh, we have a trust problem. Right. And a representative democracy can't function without trust. Completely agree. So now we talk. And the immediate question that occurs to me is, do we have a trust problem because we have fundamental uh, failures in the system or corruption in the system? Or do we have a trust problem because we get a relentless barrage of people on social media and elsewhere saying that you can't trust the outcome of the elections? And that's not an either or. It wasn't social media that took took a full week to count the votes in in Maricopa County. Prior yeah. to the 2016 election, by midnight Eastern time, nine Pacific, we knew the results of every single election that was being held on a national level. We knew it instantly. We knew it reliably. And we had a high level of confidence in the outcome. All of these delays were a result of them saying, well, we have the mail-in votes to count. Plus, we've got four days after election day for you to put to send your vote in. So, My understanding so of that, though, this, Bill, was that wasn't the local election official's decision. That was a legislative decision that was made that, that he yes. – what he kept saying at the news conference was, look, what I am doing is following the law, and there's nothing wrong with it. This was your duly elected representatives who made this law, who said that these va- ballots must be counted, and so we're not releasing the results until we've counted those ballots. So it wasn't some it kind of local malfeasance. Took a week to count the ballots? No, it didn't take did, a did, week did, to count the ballots. They had to wait under by I forget whether it was a state or county level law, but they were mandated to wait until a certain date uh, when the ballots were supposed to have come in by then, and they weren't allowed to do it before then. It's not difficulty in going one, two, three. <laughs> it's that they weren't allowed to do it before that. That's my understanding. But the law doesn't necessarily. Uh, but the law can be a shit. I'll pardon my not, my English. That's, that. that's it, true. It's but not it, an automatic attic. But it doesn't. It's not a signal of corruption, though. I'm sorry. Does, I was talking does, over does, you. does Arizona allow votes to come in after election day? Do you know the answer to that, Steve? Uh, no, I don't. I bet they don't. So I'm not convinced by this. I, I'm not convinced that that the fact that Arizona says you have to count these votes, Florida. What's the population of Florida now? Is it pushing 30 million? Maybe? Oh, it's it's up there. 25, 26. Okay. Yeah. So they had all 30. of their results in an hour and a half, two hours after the polls closed the panhandle. Absolutely delivered everything. Everything was, was – uh, nobody had any complaints about accuracy or fairness because Florida took it seriously after the national humiliation in 2000, overhauled their system, and it yeah. worked just fine. Uh, I don't – I remember on a week ago, we're shooting this on Tuesday, a week ago today, almost to the minute now as I think about it, on election day, I the first story I heard 
was that Maricopa County said they were having problems with some of their counting machines. And the first thing I saw was this guy trotting out and saying, so we have two tabulators. One of them's not working, but the good news is the other one is working and it's producing 75% accuracy. That's the first news story I heard when I woke up on election day. And, and that was not that was not something I saw on social media. That was the guy who was running that particular... Now, I'm not suggesting that the information on social media is always wrong. Uh, what I'm saying is... If you say some corruption happened, now the explanation for the situation you're describing that I read anyway said uh, there were some printers that produced a ballot that was too faint to be accurately read by the machines. That doesn't mean that those ballots then got thrown in the trash. Those ballots got counted, but they may not have been able to be immediately counted by those machines at that moment. They probably had to go to a manual count, I would imagine at that point. But it doesn't mean that there was corruption. It doesn't mean that there was ballots thrown away. There were people who were inconvenienced by it who uh, were told to come back because their ballot wasn't readable. Um, and so you may have lost some people there who said, no, I'm not going back. Um, but I don't think we'll ever develop a system that's without flaw. But I don't think that we should say, well, Arizona went the way it did because of a technical glitch. And if only we had but done things no, the old fashioned way, it would have worked. But none of this is really what I'm concerned about at all. What my concern is the fundamental issue of how do we restore trust to right. a system that requires it in order to function. And I, I would guess part of that solution is a more clear explanation. This is tough because this is I, and as I'm saying this, I know it's wrong because. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and here's why. Because people don't listen to clear explanations. People are not going to sit down and go, hey, honey, that documentary on how your vote gets counted is on tonight. Do you think we should, let's watch that or should we binge watch The Crown? I think we're going to lose to The Crown. Um, well, you so, know, I, I used to think maybe if we introduce some sort of blockchain protection to, to your ballots, that would be great. But look uh, at what's happened to crypto in the last year. What is that company, um, FTX, that lost billions yeah. of dollars? <laughs> Oh, and you know, some so much of that money got funneled to uh, to Democrats because apparently it turned out to be some sort of money laundering scheme at uh, at some level and in some fairly large amounts. And you know, there there was a story today in uh, I think it was in the Washington Free Beacon showing this 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 rogues gallery of uh, Democratic big time Democratic donors. And you know, I didn't think. I could think worse of uh, uh, that Epstein fellow who didn't kill himself until I was reminded today of how much money he gave to Democrats. Is Was it in the, the polling that you saw, Steve, was there an equal split between Republicans and Democrats saying that they, they couldn't trust the ballot? Um, I wish I could tell you, okay. but I let my subscription to Rasmussen lapse right before <laughs> the election because I didn't need to pay him anymore. Doesn't and that so publisher's clearinghouse thing come story. in next week? <laughs> yeah, and I I thought, you know, I'll, I should just pay him the five bucks and resubscribe and read the whole story. But I was trying a, a new video set up here for, for, for Right Angle, and I just, I ran out of time. And, you know, I usually come into the show pretty well prepped. And I, I feel bad about that. I spent an hour yesterday. I was at a speaking event. I spent an hour yesterday talking to a woman who I've talked to many times. She's she's out of San Diego. Her name is Ruth Weiss, and she is the uh, she's the head of an organization that's uh, responsible for voting integrity in California. So she's got a large uh, amount of work 
ahead of her. She's been doing this for 20 years. She is the kind of person who is on the bottom level of the most granular look at what actually happens. What are the mechanics, right? Not an allegation. What actually happens to this piece of paper? And she said... She said, now Republicans are urging people to vote early and vote by mail. She said, that is catastrophic. She said, the only way that you can be sure that your vote is counted fairly is to drop it into the box on election day because that box goes sealed directly to a mechanical counter and the outcome of these votes are watched by both Republicans and Democrats as they're taken to be... To, it, it, in other words, there's complete surveillance of the thing the entire time, Right. There's, there's never a point from the moment you drop your ballot into that box that somebody's not looking at that box and looking to make sure that the count goes right. There are Democrats looking to make sure Republicans don't cheat. Republicans looking to make sure that Democrats don't cheat. Right? I love that. She said if every single Republican had voted on election day and dropped that thing in the ballot counter, right? You, you don't even an envelope. Just make sure it gets in there yourself. She said then it's virtually impossible for them to alter the outcome. But when you have a, a month of pre-voting – what you're essentially doing is you're telling people who have incentive to cheat exactly how much they need to cheat by. They know, right? I voted by mail because I'm an idiot. I voted by mail because it was convenient and all the rest of it. But what essentially happened was if there were people out there with nefarious uh, designs, and it's just barely possible that there might be, right? Those people can just look at the outside of my ballot. They can see my name. They can find my name on the voter rolls. They can determine which party I'm affiliated with. And they know, okay, so now we've got this vote to account for. And to say that this, to say that either it doesn't happen or it's always happened is how we get into a position where half of the country doesn't have any faith in their electoral system. And you you don't even have to look at the signature compared to the voter rolls. That's a fairly labor intensive process but you can but you can do it on uh, precinct wise how many yeah. how how many votes do we get in this heavily republican precinct yeah. okay that gives us that gives us an idea okay so so anybody who saw 2000 mules and and things like that knows that this mail in voting is not just not just makes fraud possible it makes it virtually inevitable did, did either of you see the documentary? No, I haven't watched it. You should. Um, because there's video evidence of people just taking 200 ballots and dumping them in a box. And it's not vote harvesting. And it, so whether so, you so Bill, think this, there's a problem or not. What you're describing here is exactly what will not establish trust on a nationwide basis in the ballot. Because nobody, <laughs> if you stand up and say, hey, everybody, go see Dinesh D'Souza's movie. Everybody's like, oh, conservative activist Dinesh D'Souza. <laughs> You know, and and so like my question is, how do you actually establish trust across the board? Not how do you get Republicans to stop talking about how Democrats are cheating all the time? So how well, how do you actually create a system or at least uh, send out information about the existing system in a way that people go, OK, now I understand how it works. I have confidence in it. How can we say if listen, if as a Republican, I'm not going to tell you don't early vote. I'm not going to tell you don't mail in your vote. I will say. If you have any doubt about whether you're going to be able to make it to the polling place on election day, send in that early ballot or drop off that early ballot or vote early or whatever you have to do. So it's better to say, get tally your vote or lodge your vote in there rather than to say, oh, no, no, whatever you do, don't vote early. Don't vote by mail. It's filled with corruption. And then you get a cold and can't come to the to the balloting place or somebody gets sick and you have to go to the hospital and then you you don't get a chance to vote or you just simply forget. 
So I think Republicans make a huge mistake when they say, don't engage in any of this stuff. If you can't show up at the ballot box on voting day, then you're, you might as well not go because it's going to be stolen. Well, I've got a couple things to say about that. First of all, conservative pundit um, Dinesh D'Souza was not standing on camera alleging that these things happen. It is nothing but nonstop videotape of your own lying eyes watching this thing happen. People going up to, to deposit box wearing a full mask over their face so they're not recognized. Just Google this the, kind of thing. Just Google the people who are debunking 2,000 mules. And I'm not saying whether he's telling the truth or he isn't telling the truth or whether the video is recording what it purports to record or not. What I'm saying is there's no agreement across the aisle on it because basically nobody trusts Dinesh D'Souza unless they're already in his camp. What would it take, Scott? What would it take to convince you? No, it's not that me. There was, that there was I'm just saying you think you're going to- No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm, I'm asking you a direct question. What, what evidence would you need to see in order for you to become convinced that there was systematic fraud? Hypothetically. What evidence would it take for you to see to be convinced that there wasn't? Because every well, 60 court cases watched, wasn't having enough watched, for you. <laughs> having watched elections since I was- 12, right? I remember all of these results being in on time at midnight Eastern time. I remember for every election that I ever saw, except for 2000. And then all of a sudden, starting in 2016, we started seeing all of these late votes. Because and, we and, have greatly and six enhanced states, the ability of six, people to vote early or vote by mail. I don't why think it's an is enhancement. That important? Why is that important? Because, because then ballots that are postmarked by election day can legally be counted in most places. And so can ballots postmarked up to three days after election day in, in Pennsylvania in the 2020 election? What, what, what I'm saying what is it's not a wrong? surprise that it takes longer to count now because for good or ill, and I don't necessarily think it's for good, but for good or ill, legislatures have changed the rules around early voting and mail-in ballots. And so you would expect that that would make it more difficult to count things and to get it done on the and night of the election is, if you have to wait for votes right that were postmarked. To the Since you asked what evidence it would take for me, watching six states pretty much on cue all agree to stop counting and then pick it up again in the morning, all six of which Biden was behind when they stopped and all six of which he needed to win. I have never seen an election where a state simply decided to stop counting. And when six of them do it on the same night, that to me is not just suspicious. Right, on the same that hour. to me is evidence. Again, it's Google, evidence. Again, Google the fact checking on that. I'm not saying one is right and the other is wrong. What I'm saying is there's no general agreement across the spectrum. There are people on the right who believe like you do and who think, well, the system has been corrupted. Everybody stopped counting the ballots. Six states coordinated this effort. And there are people on the other side who say, no, that didn't happen at all. And so you, you can't. You know Steve's how many question is, how can we enhance trust in ballots? And really quickly, it's turning into how can we enhance trust in ballots by people who already think they're untrustworthy, uh, meaning Republicans? I'm well, explaining no, 57% why people find it, I'm, I'm not why people find it untrustworthy. And that's the number from Rasmussen, 57%. That includes an awful lot of Democrats because otherwise the math doesn't add up. I and thought we didn't know how many Democrats it included. Well, Scott, are 57% of likely voters Republican? Yeah, I, no. I don't know what the therefore, sample was. <laughs> There's your answer. Therefore, a significant number of that 57% must be Democrats. That's so the then, math. So therefore, I'm not challenging the fact that people doubt the, the veracity of it. What I'm saying is all of Bill's proposed solutions so far have been 
how to uh, actually, it's not really proposed solutions, it's how Republicans are so pissed off that the system is corrupt. How do we do what you asked us to do, which is how do we enhance trust in the balloting? Um, is it, and, and if you say, okay, we stop the mail-in ballots, we stop the early voting, that means control of state legislatures in states yes. where that happens. Yes, Yeah. fine. It Fine. The way to restore Let's trust is same day voting, same night counting, period. Except for people who need an absentee vote because they're too disabled or too sick. They're deployed military an or and used, unavoidable and, and which travel. used to be difficult to get. You had, yeah. to, you had to make the case for it. Yeah. Right. When 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 this when they when the results from Georgia on 2020 were late coming in, we were told it was because of a burst water main at the. I can never remember if it's State Farm or Allstate Arena. I no, don't remember which one yeah. was it. Right? Yeah. There was a burst water main, which is why we had to stop counting. Okay. I heard that on the on the on the report as it came in in 2020. I thought that's odd, but okay. So where are the photos of the burst water main? There was no burst water main. There is no, they went and looked in the building. There was no burst water main. I didn't say that it must be because of a burst water main. The guy who was running the polling center came on television and said that. Okay, and when it turns out that there's not one, that should cause you to to ask some big questions, right? And my I'm first question would be, what's what was the miscount? What to what degree was there a miscount? How, what, how, why were they lying? Is a better I don't know why that they, they, why I don't know they, that they lying? were lying because I don't trust any of the information <laughs> that people are putting out about this. Seriously, it's so partisan on well. both sides. <laughs> Either if one side makes is like, a claim that's easily this is verifiable the most perfect, and then it's falsified. This, but there's a whole side of the of the of the country that says, uh, along with its leaders, this is the most uh, carefully uh, accurate election that we've ever had in America's history. And there's another side that says this is the most corrupt, inaccurate count that we've ever had in America's history. And I'm supposed to go, okay, well, if the guy says there was a burst motor, water main and somebody else says there never was, then I'm going to go, oh yeah, well that proves it right there. What does it prove? I don't know. You, do you ever watch Cops? Cops? Cops. Yeah. Cops, the TV show, the, the documentary. What are you going to do when they no. come for you? No. Never watched it? No. Oh, it's a shame. It's a real education. <laughs> if you ever want <laughs> to see guys in wife beaters and boxer shorts yelling no, no, at the no. police, no, 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 that's no, no. The your reason, show. The reason you need to watch Cops is over the course of how many, 16 seasons or something oh, like that? Yeah. You will see on camera the person committing the crime, and when the policeman gets out to them, you will you will hear them crying and wailing and saying they didn't do it. This needle in my arm, that's not my arm. <laughs> that's an actual reply that a cop got once, right? Every you know how, you know what the percentage of innocent people in prison is? It's one hundred percent. Just ask them. So so to say that that just because somebody denies something means that we can't get to the solution. Is to is to say that people who are guilty don't deny that they're guilty. That's not what I'm saying. In a, in answering Steve's question, well, you never answered my question, by the way, about what it would take for you to to be to believe that there was such a thing as systematic voter fraud. I, I don't believe but there was systematic aside. voter fraud, and I don't. And what I would convince me is if the people who alleged that there was systematic voter fraud had gone to a court of law and established that there was systematic voter fraud. However, in dozens of cases, Ooh, they went to that's, court- That's a bit like- And, and, it, and it, they failed in every single case. It's, that's a bit like, though, uh, getting California to change its uh, voter laws to be more uh, more transparent for Republicans, which is not going to happen, unfortunately, uh, because- 
in order to in order to sue, you have to cause harm. You have to show harm. And in order to show harm, you have to be doing it in the very district where the cheating was likely going on. Uh, And the local judges, of course, are likely not very. uh, But it's uh, like to answer Steve's question. Go ahead. To answer Steve's question. The, the only way people will have confidence in the system is for it to be utterly transparent. Agreed. Utterly transparent. I don't know why there's not a webcam that's on these places. I don't know why there's not 30 webcams. Why, why, why are we not allowed to see what goes on in, in accounting center? Why did they put up those, those, those cardboard things in front of the windows in 2020? Why can't we see what's going on in the accounting center? Why? Show it all. I, I've vote. never endeavored to do so, except at the recount of my own election. So I don't know what the restrictions <laughs> on that are. I, I only know that I was able to sit in on the recount of my own. I sat right next to the people who were doing the counting and watched them do it. And you were confident with the with the results? Yeah. Yes. I love that. As, yeah. as I would be. As I would be if I was sitting but next I, to the I'm person I'm not sure a webcam would do, do it counting. for you, though. Like having a webcam on those people. I mean, we remember watching Florida and what, what year was that uh, where the the, guy, the bug-eyed guy was staring at the chats? 2000, uh, yeah. Like we were watching those people do that and I didn't feel any better about it or any worse. I just thought, well, oh, that's this, where this That's where dull. Steve's question about confidence in the electoral system, that's where it went off the rails. The law said machine counts the votes. Bush wins. The law said if it's within a certain margin, you recount the votes. Bush wins again. And once we, once the Democrats kept suing to say, well, we've got to determine what their intent was, then it's all over. Yeah. Or we but have to exclude these no longer, There's no longer what they lost for technical what? reasons. They lost. They lost, but not through lack of trying. No, right? They recounted again and again and again. Finally, the, the Supreme Court said. What you do with your elections, your business, the electors will be in Washington on the date they need to be there. Well, and at that point, well, what's going to told but, Florida but, was follow your own laws. Don't keep coming to there us. There are election yes. laws and rules. And the second that they stopped obeying those laws is the second that this whole thing started, right? The second that they went past the second recount, the law says count it. If it's within a certain margin of error, you get a recount, mechanical count, Bush won them both, end of story. But that's not what happened. And so you have to ask yourself, why? Why did they do that? Why? Every time they recount, oh look, we found a. And this is not me. This is what they said. We found a. We found a, a box of boats that we hadn't that we hadn't counted on. Remember Al Franklin's, uh, Al Franklin's campaign where oh, they would just yeah. show up with a station wagon and here's three hundred votes for Franken and every one of the ballots is for Franken. I'm not making this up. So if you want to talk about if you want so to talk about restoring faith in you, the system, go ahead. How do you enhance the trust? I'm going to go with a radical, weird, wild, nutty, crazy, out-of-the-park, hypothetical, theoretical solution. You have an election day. You have to prove that you are the person who is registered voter, and you put the but you put paper ballots into the system so that either party can count those votes again with everybody looking over their shoulder. And the reason I was talking about webcams, not just one webcam on the room, yeah, I mean I cameras everywhere. It's yeah. because of distributed, because of distributed processing, right? There, there are people out there, they, they openly say, look, this is weaponized autism. They will sit there and they'll watch 400 hours of, of, of counting, right? And they can mark a little time code and say, that looks suspicious to me. All right, then you go back and look at that. Maybe there's an actual explanation for it. But to say that we don't get to see what happens with our own votes as they're being counted 
is part of the problem. So, In fact, that's most of the problem. So let's take it to the next step. Run on that. That's how you win state legislative seats so that you can control how state law is made. So if you think, and I don't know the answer to this, if you think that that's a good answer, then then to reform the national election process, the presidential election process even, you need to run slates of candidates in states across the country, especially where there were issues, and say, our whole slate is here to ensure election integrity. When we get in there, we're going to pass legislation to to make a single election day, counted election night, and the only people who get absentee ballots are people who are unexpectedly called out of town or in military service away from the country or away from their hometown and can't be there to do it. Go back to that kind of system. Ill and if disabled you can too. sell that, then I think you've got something going. Just saying it is not going to be enough though, because you got to get those, you got to find those candidates who will believe in that, who will get elected as a slate because of that, and then who will do it. <laughs> and I then won't get Republican overturned women, by their state Supreme Courts. <laughs> I told these Republican women, I said, I said, I said to them specifically, this is not a federal issue; it's a state issue. And just because I don't have time to go into the details, ladies, one thing to think about is you may actually want to think about contributing to Arizona campaigns to get the Arizona Secretary of State or other provisional campaigns, because it's not going to happen in California first, right? California is written off on a national election anyway. California is yeah. ju- you just the it's Democrats over. start out with fifty-two electoral votes, period, right? So. I would say if you're if you're if you're making if you're living in California and you've got money to give, I would give candidates who are in states who are trying to bring about election integrity in those states where they have a chance of actually winning. Right. But the main problem is, as usual, is we don't make the moral argument. We simply allow them. I'm not going to go through what I said before. Voter IDs is, is unfair to people of color. Oh, really? You racist pig. Really? Explain that to me. That's the, um, what it takes. Uh, let, let me kind of. Uh... If I can, if I can remember this th- thought I had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of, kind of sum this up in a way that I think makes some, some sense, and it's not a partisan thing. Fifty-seven percent in any election is a huge landslide. Pretty much anything over 53 percent is considered a landslide. So Unless when you have Ron an issue DeSantis. on which, yeah, right? If you have an issue on which fifty-seven percent of voters agree on. That is a huge bipartisan majority, and you should have politicians clamoring, just trying to beat one another up to own this issue that has so many Americans concerned. And the fact that we don't have that, and this goes to what Scott was just saying about these slates of candidates, the fact that we don't have that tells me that the establishment in this country, not right, not left, not Democrat, not Republican, that the establishment in this country has a vested interest in us not trusting the process and the results of our own election. 100%. I don't know how it is in every other state, but in Pennsylvania, where I got to know some candidates for state office pretty well, um, these are these are tiny little elections. Now, they're a big dang deal if you're there, um, but these are, these are decided oh, yeah. by a handful of votes in most cases. And to get it to be part of the state general assembly or state uh, legislative body or the state senate or whatever, um, there are a small number of people um, who who can have an outsized impact. Nobody turns out specifically to vote for state senators and state legislators because, frankly, I don't think they really understand what goes on in the state capitol. You know, they hear that there's probably a bunch of goof offs that are drinking too much and you know having sex with their interns, but they don't really know what is We're, happening. There. I, I, how to get elected. So if you, if you ran a campaign 
for state office and and promoted together a slate of candidates across the state and said, look, I know you don't connect much with state politics because there's no state newspaper or or TV station or website that that people are massively tuning into that says Pennsylvania News. You know, nobody cares about Pennsylvania News. But if you run that slate and say, are you concerned about the next presidential election? This is the team to vote for to ensure we can't guarantee that a Republican or a Democrat is going to win, but we can guarantee that we will make the process much more transparent and the integrity will be evident in it. Vote for these people. Uh, Scott, just just one tiny little quibble uh, uh, back in the in the Northeast. They have entire states that are smaller geographically than the counties that you and I live in. Oh, yeah. And so pretty much everything is statewide. In a place. You can walk across Delaware and not get tired. Goes back to my branding argument, though. I mean, yeah. the Republican Party should be the brand that that is pulling for. Honest elections, right? We're not saying we want to rig it so we win. We're saying we want to rig it so that if we lose, we believe that we lost and we have confidence in the fact that we lost. And this term election denier has only happened since 2020 because in 2016, 2016, when every single major Democrat (laughs) said that the vote was stolen, it wasn't considered a conspiracy theory. So, yes, you, you basically run. You basically run and say, we think that elections we just give them their own rhetoric back. We worship democracy. We don't want our democracy stolen by any parties that are not democracies. The whole idea got to have confidence in the boat. Neither party has any comp- Neither side has any confidence in the boat. Why don't we fix that? How do we fix it? Here's how. And if they start running the same arguments against us, like the voter ID laws are suppressive, well, then and the you other- just just point out point out the the, the sheer lunacy and the racism involved in that kind of statement. The other element that this slate could run on is drawing uh, constitutionally legitimate um, districts for congressional elections. <laughs> and a friend of mine uh, who was like a music teacher that t- gave private lessons in a rural area of Pennsylvania actually took a case to the Supreme Court. I've mentioned this before on this show. Um, she took a, a case to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court and she drew and, and showed me one day, we had a lunch or something, and she showed me this map of Pennsylvania's districts, the way they're carved up currently, the way the congressional districts are, and the way they would be carved up if you actually followed the Pennsylvania Constitution. And her, no. gerrymandering, right? her map was a thing of beauty. Like it was, it, it was just, it reeked of simplicity and integrity. And it uh, reeked of it. And, it, <sighs> and she, the Supreme Court actually told the legislature that they had to go back and rework the map that they had drawn because of her her plea before the court, basically. So if that same slate could go and say, look, we're going to follow our state's constitution on how these boundaries are drawn, not to, you know, create a district that runs along a single road because we know that there's a heavy population of people in one party. Everybody's seen that gerrymandering. Yeah. And they're trading, the Republicans and Democrats are trading these off. They're saying, okay, you can have that one. We'll take this one. All right. So I would say, I would say then that the congressional districts are determined by the only thing that we can say without question is unbiased, and that is lines of latitude and longitude. Yeah, I forget what the details were, but there were specific details in the Constitution about how you had to draw those lines. And she made the case that they didn't follow the Constitution. So even that may not be the best possible plan, but it was a heck of a lot better 
than the gerrymandered oh, nonsense sure. of horse trading that goes on in, in Harrisburg in that case. And that goes back and, 200 years of gerrymandering. You, you yeah. know, well, it's not, not that I think concept. it really makes a difference. It probably doesn't make a difference at this point. But my, my sep- second topic that I was going to throw out at you guys is uh, who doesn't love those adorable lolcats? <laughs> oh, I love lolcats. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not sure we would have gotten the same, quite the same level of discussion on that one. So uh, let's let, let's just drop it. I'll, I'll bring We've it got back a lot next more week. Views, though. There are a few things that I'm more <laughs> passionate about than lolcats. <laughs> I can has cheeseburger. I can has cheeseburger. <laughs>